Is this the best content marketing strategy in the world right now and no one is talking about it? We're talking about it today, right here, right now on Air Brands. May I cut in here for a moment, Todd? I love Eric, what you're doing. Yeah, Um, I just want to say how refreshing it is to see and feel how much you love being in this role. It's very evident. Oh, so thank well, you for thank that. Thank you very much. I like I'm glad that my my enthusiasm is uh transferring over. But thank you guys. I love it. Yeah. I, I see it. it. It's um look, this is I, I practice what I preach. I think all expert entrepreneurs should be putting out content because when you're passionate and you have the expertise, there's no reason to not flip on the mic, document your your expertise and put it out there. So that's um that's what we're doing here. And that's what we're talking about today because a lot of people might think it's great uh, to have a podcast if, for your business. We've been talking about it the last few weeks. Um, if you missed out the first couple of weeks, we laid down season two, episode one. We broke down uh, business goals and objectives and how to align them with launching and growing a podcast or a show for your for your business. We talked about how to dial in your target audience. And then we talked about content strategy. So you're creating episodes based on topics that people are actually looking for, interested in, will engage with you, uh, engage with the content and ultimately become happy, loyal customers and brand advocates. So if you missed any episodes uh, laying all that stuff out, go to onairbrands.com slash show. You can get the whole feed there and you can uh, sign up to subscribe, get all the links to all that good stuff there. But what we're talking about today, because a lot of people might think, great, yeah, having a show for my business would be awesome, but I don't have the time or money or energy to actually produce my own show because that would take way too much work. And what I have been seeing bits and pieces of all over the place, and we are now putting it together as an actual executable strategy here, is what we're calling the recast strategy. What is the recast strategy? I know you guys, you're wondering what this is, right? I was going to ask. Yeah. And, uh, And the recast strategy is, I think, the best, fastest, most efficient and effective way really to get your brand out there to increase your brand awareness and engage with the people you want to be attracting, but also putting out your own content and building your own audience. And what we're talking about here is leveraging guest appearances of yourself. So you go on as a guest onto other shows. And then with permission of those hosts, you republish their episode with you as a guest on your own podcast feed and on your own website and on your own social channels. And what happens is when you have a consistent guesting strategy, which by the way, if you don't, podmax.co is the place to be to get that going. Now, all of a sudden you can show up and be a guest on a bunch of podcasts, curate them into your own feed. And now you have your own podcast. And not only are you publishing your own content, but who listens to podcasts? people who listen to podcasts, right? And so if you're guesting on these shows, their audience and listeners, when they're intrigued paying attention, because they already know, like, and trust the host that you're on, right? They're already subscribed to that other show. So you come on and you do a good job there. 
And then you say, hey, yeah, you know, and subscribe to my show. I'd love for you to continue this journey with me. Well, now all of a sudden, those are people who listen to podcasts and they're interested in the topic you're discussing. That's why you're on the show, right? And so they're going to hop over. And now all of a sudden, you're building your own audience. You're in front of them on a regular basis because you're you're just republishing, you're recasting these episodes onto your own show platform. And you're building an audience along the way without having to plan out your own weekly episodes and do the whole production and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and I think this is really the best strategy right now to get started with uh, building an audience online and, and getting your own show off the ground. What do you guys think? So many powerful things to come of this type of strategy. I mean, we've implemented pieces of this strategy where we repurpose some of our shows in-house to be played on someone else's platform. So for example, Capital Hacking is one of our shows. So we will take an amazing episode that was recorded there where we had you know, a killer guest, like say Robert Kiyosaki, and then repurpose that appearance to be on another show so that you're, 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 you're getting more value out of it and your audience, because they're divided, they're all over the place, you're beginning to show them, hey, and promote the other shows, right? There's another win-win there. Exactly. So yeah, and that's why, of course, like why would a show host ever say no to this? Because you're, you know, you're re-promoting them. Put this on your website. You link over to their show. They're getting a little SEO juice. And wh- as you build an audience th- from all the tentacles you have out on the other appearances, you know, it, it's a win-win-win for every for all the all the hosts that you're working with, for yourself, for your business. I mean, I I really don't see a downside to this as a getting started way to really. Um, get your hat in the ring of, of having a show. One of the most powerful things about this is it goes back to early on when I started my show and started, you know, learning and studying and evaluating what everybody else in the industry is doing, because right, you have to, you have to learn your craft. You have to study it. You have to see what other people are doing for inspiration and, and the like. Uh, what I realized early on is like, wow, there are, there are almost no rules as to a structure of a podcast, right? As yeah. long as you have a microphone and a voice, you could justify. You, a sh- <laughs> you really do. And and it doesn't have to be an interview. It, it, you could get as creative as you want. Case in point, like Eric was alluding to, we also started, we have uh, upcoming of 11 PodMax events. In each one, we have at least two keynotes providing uh, hour-long, extraordinary, high-level education to the group. So what we're starting to do now is take those uh, amazing keynotes from the event and extract them and republish them uh, as podcast episodes on relevant shows. The other thing we are talking about is, is what Gary Vee did. Todd, you sent us a link the other day to listen to one of his episodes of the Gary Vee experience. And it was literally a compilation of parts of his keynote talks around a certain theme. That's all it was. The audio content was him on a stage in front of a group talking about a specific topic and his team extracted, oh, well, here's the best marketing practices for 2021. And it was a 10 minute episode, three or four different keynotes. And that's a podcast episode. And that's, that's what we're, you know, what we've been talking about as called like the mashup strategy, right? Where we take different things and, and that's actually going to be our episode next week of on air brand. So make sure you guys are subscribed or tune in live next Wednesday at noon, uh, on Facebook, because we're going to get into how to do that. But you bring up a good point. So he, he had, he pulled out these little themes from multiple mm-hmm. 
multiple talks. episodes, talks, whatever, wherever they were getting them from. So what, let's talk about for the recast strategy. Now, Eric, when we were breaking this down together, you had a, a great uh, potential objection about this, right? Where it was, I have a concern that when you go on and as a guest on a bunch of different podcasts, you're often telling the same story or this, you're talking about the same thing over and over again, which is fine when you're just being a guest in all these places because the audience is not likely going to be following all those different shows. But if you put all those into one feed, is every episode going to just be the same thing where it's it's a different voice asking you the questions, but you're telling the same story. So what is it that you need to successfully execute this recast strategy? Mm. And it, it's, it's a couple things. Number one, you need to get, uh, get, get gigs landed as a guest on these other shows, right? So number one, you're going to need to do some research, find shows that are relevant to your industry, you know, pitch them, try to build a relationship with the host and, and coordinate getting on the times and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole deep dive down how to get on a podcast as a guest. Uh, obviously the, the shortcut and fastest way to do that is you come to PodMax, right? Because in PodMax, you sign up and in one day we put you on three shows. So in one day you're going to be on three shows. You can even upgrade to get on five shows and knock them all out at once. Um, so with PodMax, that's the shortcut. If you guys really want to implement this with zero heavy lifting, podmax.co and get uh, come to our next event because that's the fastest way to do this. But you could do your own research and cold pitching and outreach and try to get on shows, right? So number one thing you need for the recast strategy is to, is to get on as a guest on other shows. And then the next thing you need is you need a little bit of a, a little library. And I'm, uh, they're bullet points. So you don't need to have all these things in, in massive detail, but you need some bullet points around things you're going to talk about. So what, what are some things that we want to have in our pocket when we're a guest on a show? I think, you know, you want to have a handful of different stories that illustrate your expertise, right? Uh, they could be your own stories. They could be some parables or analogies. They could be customer success stories. You know, you could tell stories of the people that you work with and how you help them. What, what are some other good story ideas that we should all have in our pocket when we're going to be a guest? Yeah, I, 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 you go, Eric. <laughs> We're both I like, mean, I mean, not spe anything specific, but there's, you know, if you're doing it right and you're thinking about this constantly, which I recommend we all do, always pull out what the gold nuggets, what the lessons learned, what, what, what were some of the challenges you had in life and in business where you can sort of extract a story literally just tell people what happened mm. and and depending on your ability as a storyteller you know it's 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 going to be unique stories because you're growing your business constantly so you're always experiencing something new so yeah. like i often when i just ex when i get off a phone with a client and there's an aha moment on either side either the it's usually the client that has a yeah. moment <laughs> but yeah I, i'll i'll quickly go on to live and and, and i saw you do this the other day that was great happened. yeah so like but the thing is, Todd, I don't bank those. Like, I don't, I don't capture right. those in notes. You have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. So because so like, I guarantee you, if I go back to the hundred plus lives that I've done over the course of a year or so, there's probably a lot of stories yeah. that I'm not uh, keeping in the bank. So these are yeah. things that you can share on other people's podcasts. And, and, and like Todd said, say you're, you're doing the circuit, you know, like in PodMax where you're doing one show after another it keeps you on your toes because if you start telling the story over and over and over three, four, five times in a row, you're kind of on cruise control. You're just putting your mm -hmm. brain on pause as opposed to how about I tell this story in a different way or mm -hmm. tell a different story with the same message and lessons learned. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I, that's, yeah. 
I always say that you, this whole process, once you take the first step and say, yeah, I'm going to guest on shows and you realize that it's something you want to be doing from that moment on, like Eric said, who's now going to, to really keep the notebook handy. You have to either keep a notebook or your favorite app handy. Cause anytime you get these thoughts or ideas around your theme and your goal and your topics, you're going to start having a library of stories. And what you do is eventually you can become really known for some of these. They could become your signature stories, Mm -hmm. put them on your website, on my about page. I have my bio, of course, a headshot gallery for the hosts to, Hey, choose your favorite. And then they put it on the cover. And then I have a few paragraphs and I'm often surprised. I don't know why, because that was the point. But I'm surprised that it actually works. I have about three or four, not questions you can ask me or topics. Yeah, sort of topics you can talk about. But they're around these like signature chunks of of, of lessons. One is called F That Noise. And I talk about how it's N-O-I-S-E is the five-step process that in retrospect, what got me from there to here and beyond. It's this thing called F that noise, which has a lot of double meaning, like the noise in your head. But then I take them through what that means. The N stands for this. The O stands for this, et cetera. Really leaving us hanging. So if you want to know what those things stand for, you got to go to, is it joshcarry.com or where where are we at? Yeah. And you can imagine that that is asked about a lot because it's intriguing, it's Mm -hmm. valuable, it's relevant, it's applicable. You can put it into place. So the more, and that doesn't, that, that just doesn't happen overnight, but stories can and should and just. Yeah. And I think there's a couple, you know, we've talked so far about like kind of directly relevant stories, right? Like Eric, you're talking to clients, Josh, that's your, your methodology, so to speak. Right. And I, I have my story about how drunk cooking meatloaf was taught me the power of content marketing. Right. So that there's that whole thing for our individual things, but then there's analogy stories, which, uh, and metaphors, which I find really great. So uh, as an example for this was a few weeks ago, we got a new TV. So then, you know, the downstairs TV goes up to the bedroom, the bedroom TV comes into the office, we do the whole, you know, musical chairs. And I had to get a new, uh, you know, new wall mount for the TV in the office. And I open up the box and uh, no joke, there's like 750 different screws of all different shapes and sizes. And like four different Allen keys that don't seem to actually go into anything and all this stuff. And I'm looking at this. And I'm like, I think it only needs four screws, like one in each thing. And and that's it. And we're done. But it took me two days to put this wall mount up because when I open the box, it's and, and I have the hundreds of these little screws. And I spent a couple hours on Saturday night, major headache looking at this. Then the next morning, I wake up and I, you know, go to give it another go. And I'm like, you yeah, know, screw all this. Let, let me just move Pun. all this out of the way. I'm taking these four that look like they go in the right spot. Boom, done. It's up on the wall. I hold it sturdy. I'm like, done, done deal. Hook on the TV. That's all it took. For whatever reason, this company decided to include every screw in the plant, but none of them were necessary. Wow. Insane, right? And doesn't business feel that way sometimes where there's a million different things that look like we should be doing? Like, how do we use this? Does this go here? Where where does this go? Oh, what do I need to do first? We don't know. 
Well, that's exactly what it felt like for me over the last few years. And that's why I developed this new program that we call the Minimum Launchable Funnel Strategy. And it's mm. four simple steps. So it eliminates all the noise, all the mess. You don't have to worry about what's next, what goes where. It's literally four things. And not only does that make it easy for you to understand and implement, it also makes it easy to fix. So if something's broken, you don't need to dig through which of these 700 screws is it. You know it's one, two, three, or four. Oh, it's number three. Here, we need to fix that. And you fix a bottleneck. And so that was a story. The TV mount has nothing to do with business whatsoever, but I was able to segue and make the analogy into the program that we were launching, right? So I think a couple different stories that we can tell, especially if we're looking at, all right, we want to get on five shows. Like we're going to do PodMax. We're going to get on five shows next week. And I don't want to tell the same story in all five because then when I recast them, mm-hmm. it's just we're going to hear the same thing. So, all right, let me bank. All right, what are two good stories that of my professional life that tie directly in? All right, what's uh, what are two good customer success stories? Mm-hmm. Right, let me let me use those instead of my own personal stories. And then, all right, what's a good analogy of like a life story that could use? All right, so now we have those banked. Right now, you just make a handful of those. You're good. Then I think the other good thing, and Josh, you, you uh, maybe intentionally or accidentally just alluded to this, but having your values and methodology, like how you do business, right? So for me, I always talk about these principles of modern marketing, right? You have to be customer-centric, education-based, value-first, humanized and personified brand, and be conversational because marketing today is a dialogue, not a monologue. So I'll talk about that. So that's another thing that you should have, like Josh has F that noise and, and the secret acronym. He won't tell us here. You have to go to his website to find out what it is. No. It's not um, even on the website. You have to, oh you, have to you have to book me as a guest. So many cliffhangers. So many cliffhangers. Um but, you know, you know, so all right. We've got a handful of different types of stories we can have in our pocket. We've got our own values and principles and methodology that we can talk about, right? And if you have a five-step or a four-step, well, guess what? You could talk about, here's the five-step thing at a high level. And then in another one, you could say, I have this five-step thing, but today I really want to talk to you about step number one. Mm. And then on another show, you could say, yeah, we have these five steps, but mm. I've been, I've been finding a lot of value oh. for people in step number two, right? So now you can take each one of those steps mm. over the course of multiple guest appearances, which you're always adding value. That's another thing we, uh, it should go without saying, but when you're a guest or a host or anywhere, you know, the content you put out should be customer centric and giving value. You want to help people. That's why we're doing this. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I like Frank Kern's line of like, you know, his whole marketing approach is, you know, to do this crazy thing of helping people by actually helping them. And then they're <laughs> going to want to do business with you. Right. Like, <laughs> um, so we, we have this kind of list and you could bullet point these down, use your notes app. And now you easily have a handful of different stories you can use. You have your approach to business. You have your principles and values that you can talk about at a high level. You can talk about individually on different episodes, pull out each one, right? So now you have the content and messaging plan so that when you go out as a guest, you can recast these into your own feed without it sounding repetitive to your audience. And they're really starting to understand you from multiple angles because you're telling these different types of stories that are really connecting. And that's how you build a relationship with your audience, right? And so you know, uh, to, to just recap what, what you need for this recasting strategy, you know, number one, you have to get on shows, you have to be a guest on shows. And number two, you have to have your messaging uh, down pat. So you have a little bullet list of stories, values and stuff like that, that you can talk about. And number three, you know, is, is really having your own unique personality. In last week's episode, Eric, you brought up the guy who was a preacher and a comedian, right? And we talked about how great it was that he could, you know, overlap those two things to have a unique angle on the content he was producing to attract a great audience. And I think that's the other thing is 
being authentic to yourself, finding what is it, what it is that makes you, you compared to your competition out there so that you can be yourself and get your message out there. And you're going to attract the people that vibe with you. And so when you put all that stuff together and then you put it on guest shows, you're getting in front of an existing audience mm. from the shows you're on. And just, I, I would say, make sure you have at least a simple website with an email sign up, so that when you're on these guest shows, you can, you can say as the call to action there. Yeah. You know, if you're interested in, in learning more about me, following along more, um, you know, go to Taji.me slash sign up or whatever, just so that you always have a place for people to go back and find you when they're a guest, when, when you're a guest on another person's show. Um, and, th- and that's really it. So that's kind of the strategy and, and a breakdown of how to plan for it. So we already talked about the, the best, easiest, most efficient way, the shortcut, if you will, to getting on these other shows is Podmax. And I'm shamelessly plugging yeah. the F out of this because it is the best in the world for this. Why like, not? Thank you. So you guys, you know, if you're listening, you, you need to be coming to Podmax and use that as the fastest, easiest way to get on three to five shows, right? Yeah. And Additionally, in in Podmax as a pre-show, you know, the event is always on a Friday. And then during the week, we have these pre-event trainings so that we help you craft your message. So if you're not sure what those stories are that you should tell or how to tell those stories, that's all taken care of in the Podmax experience ahead of time. Right. So we we help you lock that down, too. But um, I want to add something, Todd. Uh, to anyone who's out there that's, you know, maybe in my position where they guest on shows. And like you said, you know, uh, there was a solution to what you were saying in terms of, you know, how I can actually better my appearances by not repeating myself on shows. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and telling the story in a different way or telling just a different story completely. Yeah. <clears throat> but for those who are, say, coming through Podmax and they're like, how do I repurpose those three shows? Right. If I do go in with uh, planned content mm-hmm. and storytelling. Well, you can create pre-rolls record Mm -hmm. Mm pre-rolls before each episode that's Mm -hmm. unique to the Mm -hmm. episode it takes you two Mm -hmm. to three minutes you don't want it to be longer than that and say hey this is todd genestasio i'm i i was on the show here coming up what you're about to hear is me talking about xyz and then you you know that you told a different story in that one so then you can highlight what was yeah. told in the pre-roll so that people know what they're stepping into and that it is different. So what's cool about that is, yeah, now you have a unique stamp. It's not just yeah. a recast, yeah. yep. but it actually has some of value. Maybe it's it's different. Maybe you don't say these things on the show. And you say, right. and, and you're like, hey, this is me. Here's stuff that I, you know, I've learned along the way and I want to mm-hmm. help you. Here it is. Now enjoy the rest of this episode. That's part yep. of, you know, the, this show. So there's a lot of cool ways you could spin it. There's a lot of things you can do with that approach, Eric. It's so powerful you brought that up because that should be the ideal of every episode where you recap it. Even if you're telling some of the same stories, you want to put your own spin on it. Say, you know what, uh, um, in this episode, you might hear uh, some of the same stories, but what you should be listening for Mm, is this. Or, you know what, this is a great episode because I've known Todd forever yet we've never been on it. So really listen to the chemistry and the things and the comfort, right? Like whatever it is. So it it keeps you fresh, it keeps you on your toes. It really helps connect your audience with, you know, giving them an inside scoop of what they're gonna hear. So there's no shame in 
yeah, yeah. you're going to hear some of the same uh, same stories. A little bit of a different spin. I come at them a little differently. Really keep your ears open for yeah. this thing. Yeah. yeah. So. I love breaking the fourth wall, right? Where you give people behind the scenes so you could even maybe start every show with how you the story behind how you met that person or how it yeah. came to be, you know, why yeah. you were on the show. Yes. Yeah. You know, who, there's always who some introduced story there. you. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that stuff's great. And 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 also depending on the show, you're going to be talking about different stuff because sometimes a show like maybe you're on a show that's hyper practical where it's you got on, they asked you, okay, I want you to break down this strategy. And that's the type of show that that person has. Then there's another one that might be like, you know, the, we, we, you know, a different show that shows off the life side of entrepreneurs. So you're telling more stories like Eric, your story about how you delivered your daughter on the side <laughs> of the road, right? Like that's not going to be in a, in an episode where you're talking about, um, you know, marketing strategy. Right, 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 yeah, right. Exactly. Right. right? But or is it? <laughs> I birthed this program yeah, for analogy. You. <laughs> the analogy technique. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, there's those different types of things um that happen. Or like I, you know, I've been on shows where it's like, oh, we talk to entrepreneurs about how they parent or how they do work-life balance with their kids and business or you know and so then you're talking much more about your you know how you work with your kid you know how it is working from home with kids and how do you talk to them about business and sales and those kind of things and so depending on the show you're going to get a lot of different uniqueness too um when you take that angle out of it you know and so i think um i think that's great so you know i want to do a, a quick checklist for everybody who is uh following along if you want to take action on this so you know number one we said find shows, pitch shows, get on shows, or take the shortcut and, and come to PodMax. And then once you do that, you're going to want to just reach out. And, and I would say even talk to the show host ahead of time and say, Hey, here's, here's how I use these. If you're cool with it, you know, um, I'm going to recast it onto mine. I'm going to leave it as is leave all your branding, all your stuff. Like, well, I'm going to promote your show in my show. I don't see any reason anyone would ever not do that. Um, but you know, of course you want to just ask for, for permission plus then ask them to send you the files when they're ready. Mm -hmm. So then you take those files and, uh, like you said, Eric, I think it's a great idea to add in a one to two minute intro. Just, Hey, here's what you're going to hear on this show. Um, you know, the tips that Josh just laid down were great too. And then you publish that onto your own podcast feed. So if you're using something like anchor, which you guys got into a great discussion, um, on your episode of the PodMax show this week, uh, make sure if you guys are listening to us right now, go, go subscribe to the PodMax show. They talked about anchor. Uh, there's some stuff going on with buzzsprout right now. Um, but there's other options for how you publish your own. So you get your own files, your audio files, video files, and then publish them onto anchor buzzsprout whatever some kind of hosting platform if they're videos get them up on youtube and facebook if appropriate uh i always recommend that you also take the media whether it's audio or video and embed that into a blog post on your website so that you have a dedicated post where you can send people just to that specific episode as opposed to like some people have one page where everything is on there i like to have an individual post for each uh each piece of content and uh and that's it that's all you need to do to get launched and then you can go the extra mile is once you publish that on your website send out an email to your list and tell them that the episode's live and what value they're going to get and link over so they can watch or listen and subscribe. Right. And then you can add that to your email drip campaign. If you have a welcome series, I'm sure we'll get into this in a future episode of, of the on air brand show. So make sure you guys are subscribed to hear about that kind of stuff, but add that to your drip series that when someone is a new subscriber, they get dripped out some great content from you. And then of course, take that link and share it out on social media. And you know, that's going the extra mile. And, and of course you can work with teams and uh and like on-air brands to do those kind of things hire a freelancer however it is um but that's really the checklist is get on shows 
get the files, launch them on your own feed, put it on your website, share it out on social, and you have your own content machine to build your business's awareness and engagement and audiences without actually having to produce your own show. So that's it. And then Josh alluded today to the mashup strategy that uh, Gary V does a lot, very seamlessly, where you take different clips of different shows and then weave them into a brand new type of episode. That's what we're going to be breaking down next week on On Air Brand. So make sure you guys are subscribed and following. That'll be Wednesday at noon next week on Facebook. And we're going to talk about how you can take snippets from all your different pieces of content to make individual episodes of the same topic. So thanks, Josh, for teasing that out today. Everybody, make sure you're subscribed. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And if you want the resources that we talked about, make sure you go to onairbrands.com slash show to get that stuff. And let us know if you want to implement this recast strategy or if you give it a shot, I'd love to hear from you guys. So make sure you post about it and, uh, and tag us on social. Shoot us a message. And until next week, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks, Todd.